In this episode, you will discover the biggest mistake you can make when your doctor hasn't cured your IBS. Welcome to Gut Reactions, a podcast helping women to break free from symptoms, master their gut health and reclaim their lives. Here we talk all things IBS and absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm your host, Otavia, a nutritional therapist, and you guessed it, I'm an IBS warrior myself. In this podcast, we'll talk about the impact IBS has on our daily lives, how we can live well with IBS, and most importantly, how we could heal our IBS symptoms for good. Because let's be honest, living with IBS can be a little bit shit. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Gut Reactions and another episode of What To Do When. So as you probably know by now, every week we look at what to do when a certain situation occurs when you have IBS, as I'm assuming you probably do, which is why I listen to this podcast. So today we're going to be looking at what to do when your doctor hasn't cured you or hasn't helped you, right? You still have symptoms despite going to the doctor probably several times. So by the end of this episode, we are going to know why it can actually be a good thing. Bear with me on that one. I promise it'll make sense. Why it can actually be a good thing if your doctor hasn't found a specific cause and quote unquote cured your IBS. The one thing that you absolutely should not do when your doctor isn't able to cure you and how you can regain control if your doctor hasn't been able to, as we say, find a cure or find a solution for your IBS. So the first thing I want you to do, if you're going through this at the moment, or if you've been through this, or even if you're worried that you might go through this, if you're, you know, you have an upcoming appointment at your doctor's, or you're going to look into an IBS, uh, you know, diagnosis, and you hear kind of story, horror stories of people who have been there and not got the, the help that they needed. First thing I want you to do is just breathe, okay? Just breathe. Relax a little bit if you can. Try not to get totally engrossed in this whole situation because I know it can feel very overwhelming and it can feel really scary and it can feel really confusing, especially if you're having symptoms constantly and you're being told, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. You're just going to have to live with it. Okay, first of all, breathe. Because it doesn't mean, just because you've been told this by a doctor, doesn't mean that you're always going to have these symptoms, okay? And we're going to go on to look at why that is. So if you have been to your GP and they've run all sorts of different tests, especially if you had things like acid reflux or tummy pains, they should definitely be doing tests such as um, H. pylori, which is, is an infection. If they've done all those kind of tests, if they've not, then I would definitely encourage you to ask them why they haven't done that and if they will run those tests. But if they have done those tests and they say it's all fine or they say we don't think you need those tests, it's not kind of, you know, quote unquote serious enough. The reason why this could actually be a good thing when they then diagnose you with IBS and they don't kind of give you any solution to it, the reason that can be a good thing, although it feels so frustrating, feels like how could that possibly be a good thing? What the hell is this girl talking about? <laughs> I'm going to stop listening to this podcast right now. Don't do that. Because the reason it can be a good thing is because it means that there's nothing more serious that's been found, which means that it falls into the category, possibly, of what we call subclinical. If you've listened to this podcast, you know, since it started, you'll probably have heard me mention that before. This is something that you'd need to get verified by a holistic practitioner. But if medical doctors are saying, there's nothing we can find wrong with you, there's no infection, there's nothing that we can see that's an issue, you just have irritable bowel, 
well, obviously you know that there is something going on, right? Otherwise you wouldn't have symptoms. There's not that there's nothing wrong with your gut. There's just something wrong, but it's not, potentially it's not reached the disease state that the doctors look for because that's what they tend to look for, right? They'll look for things like H. pylori, which if you have that, then there's a, a course of treatment for it because if it remains un, untreated, it can be a precursor to, to other diseases, right? Such as, for example, types of cancers. But I don't want you to worry about that because they will test for it, <laughs> okay? So don't let that freak you out. And if you have it, like I say, there's a course of treatment that they'll put you on and you can work with a holistic practitioner to get support around that. But what I'm kind of getting at here is if you've kind of had the, you know, all clear, so, so to speak, and they said, just IBS, something you have to live with. Okay, that means it falls into subclinical category, which means, yes, there's something going on, but it's probably not reaching the threshold of kind of like danger. We need to sort this out because this could lead to something more serious. Do you see what I mean? Or you've not got, for example, celiacs or autoimmune disease like Crohn's disease. So that means that it's, you know, not that it should be ignored and left. Obviously, you don't have to live with this. And, and long term, if it goes untreated, then, yeah, sure, it, 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 it could potentially get worse. It could stay the same. It could improve. You know, who knows? It depends on your individual case. But what I'm getting at is the reason why is sometimes a good thing when the doctors don't kind of give you that cure and treatment is because it falls into subclinical. So that's where you would, for example, go see a nutritional therapist such as myself and I would look at okay, well, we need to support your microbiome. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't believe how many people would come to see me and it's quite a simple remedy and then they're able to live their life mostly symptom-free. So it's actually, see it as, okay, phew, I've been crossed, I've crossed off that list. There's nothing more serious that they found. Cool, okay, now I just need to look at its, its symptom presentation, right? So what can you do if this is happening to you at the moment? First of all, remind yourself of that. It means there's nothing more serious going on that they found. Secondly, I don't know, maybe listen to this podcast. <laughs> Start to find sources of information that you feel help you to understand what's going on, that help kind of draw back that mysterious IBS curtain of like, ooh, what's behind it? What's behind the IBS curtain? It's going to be something that's going to make you feel better after listening to it. So for the love of God, the one thing you should not do if you're in this position is go and start Googling your symptoms. Because you will just become so overwhelmed, so confused, which you're probably feeling already if you're going through this right now, right? You're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling confused, you're feeling hopeless. All the, all the negative energies we don't really want. So find a source of information or one trusted source, unlike this podcast, that you feel, okay, I feel comfortable learning about this and it's, it's not coming at me from all angles. I'm not reading loads of different articles and conflicting information and going on Reddit and hearing people's horror stories. Blah, blah, blah. You're listening to one, you know, or, or reading one source of information. So it might be someone you find on Instagram who you think, oh, I really like their information. You know, something that feels that you can relate to it and kind of makes sense to you. But it's not overwhelming you. And also, even if you are doing that, I would also put a limit on the amount of time that you consume that information. Because although it's frustrating and IBS can take over your life, you don't want it to take over your life even more by constantly hyperfixating on getting as much information as you can about it to try and fix it. Because as we always say, working with IBS is a marathon, not a sprint. Okay, And just being in that fight or flight response of quick, need to find the information, need to find answers. I mean, it's just exhausting. We want to live life, right? This whole podcast is about how to live well with IBS whilst you're finding what's going on and remedying, you know, your symptoms or reducing your symptoms. 
that isn't going to be obsessively consuming as much information as you can to try and find out what's going on. All that's going to do is make you feel like you're in, you know, like one of those whirlpool machines. Did you ever have that? Okay, do you live near a Butlins? I remember going to Butlins when I was younger and there was like a whirlpool thing where you would spin. Oh my God, it sounds awful now. It's like a water slide. You're completely in the dark and then you would go down this horrible water slide, trauma, 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 and then you would end up in this sort of like bowl that you would just spin around and then it would just drop you out into this pool. I mean, horrendous, but never more. But that's kind of how it feels mentally, I think, when you're <laughs> trying to find information on, I mean, any health problem, but IBS definitely, especially because it's not widely recognised what the causative factors probably are. So we don't want to be in that whirlpool, okay? That's just going to make us more stressed and it's probably going to trigger symptoms more, which is not what we want to do. So, yeah, listen to this podcast. We can go through this together. You're not on this journey alone. We're all here together trying to, you know, overcome our symptoms. But also, you know, in terms of if you are able to work with a holistic practitioner, that's something that I could highly, highly recommend. Definitely a gut specialist. Maybe who hosts this podcast. Who knows? But what that's going to do, okay, if you needed a haircut... Would you obsessively Google try to how to try and cut your hair? Or <laughs> would you go to a hairdresser? When you're going to the gym and you want to, you know, change your body composition. I mean, some people do go on YouTube and Google and work out different exercises they can do. That's quite stressful and overwhelming, I think. Or would you just pay a PT to tell you what to do? So then you just have to follow their advice. And that relinquishes some of that control that we can sometimes feel, you know, when you're obsessed with trying to, you know, just feel better, basically. Which, of course, why wouldn't we feel like that? But that can just feel so overwhelming and stressful and we end up not seeing the woods for the trees. So if you can work with a holistic practitioner, a nutritional therapist, someone who's registered and works with gut health, great because you can just put, take all of that off your plate, put it on theirs and they can just guide you with what to do. Okay, so in this episode we have learned why it can actually be a good thing if your GP or your doctor hasn't found a, a cause and a cure. The one thing you absolutely shouldn't do if your doctor hasn't been able to help you with your IBS symptoms, which is Googling it, and how to regain control when you're in this situation. So I really, really hope that this was useful, guys. I really hope that this gave you some value um, and that that's helped, especially if you're going through this situation right now. Trust me, I know how frustrating it can be. Just know the reason why we're doing this podcast is for me to tell you, for you to see, yes, it is possible to manage your IBS symptoms, to reduce your IBS symptoms. You're not, you know, cursed with this forever, okay? There is light at the end of the tunnel, and we're getting there one step at a time every week with this podcast. Speaking of which, if you like this episode, if you like the show, do me a favour, rate and review would be great, and make sure you, you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And I will see you guys next time. Bye!